Welcome to Ministry Focus Podcast with Chad and all. This is the place where we talk real and we live Jesus. Hello and welcome to Ministry Focus with Chad Nall. I am Chad Nall and I'm excited to have you on our program today as we look at how to fight the right enemy. How important is that for the child of God? We spend so much time fighting so many other things and not even focusing on what the real threat is. Today I'll be reading scripture out of the book of Ephesians chapter number 6 verse number 12. Listen to what the word of God says. It says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You see, many of God's people are being defeated simply because they're fighting the wrong enemy. They spend their time fighting their family, their friends, their co-workers, their boss. They even spend their time fighting fellow church members. You see, the Bible's pretty clear here in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So if Satan can get you busy fighting the wrong enemy, he's going to win. People spend so much time fighting the wrong battles. I mean, think about it. There's so much going on around us that takes our time, that takes our um, ability to be able to focus. I think General James Mad Dog Mattis said it best. Listen to a quote from him. He says, The most important six inches on the battlefield is between your ears. You are a part of the world's most feared and trusted force. Engage your brain before you engage your weapon. So what does that mean? That means we as Christians, we need to stop firing our weapons at the wrong enemy. You know what we're doing? We're wasting our time and we're wasting our ammunition. So why do we do that? Good question. I haven't figured it out yet. But today, hopefully through the podcast, as we begin our day together, hopefully that you'll think about it today. But we must identify who the real threat and what the real threat really is. You see, one rule in warfare is identify the enemy. So let's do that together. The Bible's laid it out. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, the Bible says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Can I tell you this is a personal threat? Because it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against, but against what? Think about that for a moment. You see, what this says in this very verse where it says, for we, you know what the we part there is? The we part is that you and I are in this battle. It involves you and I. We're wrestling and we are fighting. That includes you if you are a child of God. You see, your enemy are not other people. Don't ever lose sight of that. I want you to notice the Apostle Paul's awareness of the source of his adversity. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me. Notice what he says, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Not only do we identify the threat, but we also have to understand that this threat is powerful. Notice what the verse says. It says that the power is described as principalities, powers, rulers of this dar- of the world, wickedness in high places. You see, Satan is the one behind the persecution from your family. Satan is the one behind the adversity on your job. 
You see, Satan is the one that is behind the unbiblical and the ungodly legislation that inhibits the local church. Listen, he's doing a very good job. He will use any means necessary to attack the child of God. And you know the thing about Satan? It's his, his attack is continuous. He is a continual threat. He doesn't take vacation days. He doesn't take a day off. David took a day off. King David took a day off and Satan didn't. Listen to what 2 Samuel chapter 11, verse 2 says. And it came to pass, in eventide, that David arose from off his bed, walked upon the roof of the king's house, and from the roof he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. Wow. You see, you and I cannot have a warfare mentality and spend all our time spiritually in a lounge chair, in the lazy boy. We can't be serious in our efforts to overcome Satan if our mind is in the park position. You see, we will never be victorious if we fail to engage the enemy continually. Just because I'm at home and I'm not at work doesn't mean Satan's not at work. He is continually on the warpath. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, it says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strong holds. So you know what? We have to identify the enemy and we have to fight. Not only do we have to fight the enemy, but we have to fight in the right war. Verse three says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Make no mistake, Christian, child of God, we are in a war. But we cannot fight this war the wrong way or we will become a casualty of this very war. We must fight the right war. 1 Timothy 1.18 through 20 says this, This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. Of whom is Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Now listen to Second Timothy chapter two verse four. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. Listen, we are a soldier in the battle, and not, if you're a soldier in the battle, would you go out with a rubber, with a rubber mallet, or would you go out with um, with a water gun to fight war? Of course not. So what must we do? We must use the right weapons. You see, the right weapons pull down the wrong things. Fighting the right way pulls down satanic strongholds. Fighting the right way casts down imaginations. Fighting the right way casts down every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. Fighting the right way brings into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Fighting the right way means uh, being ready to revenge all disobedience by listening, fulfilling your obedience. You see, the right weapons build up the right things. 
You see, fighting the right way means you use your authority to edify, not destroy people. Fighting the right way means your deeds are weighty and powerful. Fighting the right way means not comparing yourself with others. Fighting the right way means not commending yourself, not patting yourself on the back. Fighting the right way means not going past your God-given authority to rebuke and correct. Let me say that again. Fighting the right way means not going past your God-given authority to rebuke. And the right way means other people's faith will be increased. It means that you will bring glory to God. It means you seek God's approval and not your own. You see, the fact of the matter is, if we do not identify the threat, fight the right war, and use the right weapons in the right way, then we're going to be a casualty in the battle of life. So listen to me, child of God, as you start your day, get charged up, get in the fight. And fight. Fight for your children. Fight for your spouses. Fight for your family, your church, your school. Fight for the right thing. Fight for the kingdom of God. And don't be discouraged because, listen, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We know that. Why? Because the Word of God clearly states that. So let's go out and fight the battle today. Let's win it for Jesus. Amen? Listen, I've enjoyed our time together this morning. Looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, So, hey, listen, do this for me. If you need to contact me, if you need prayer, whatever it is you may need, reach out to me. You can contact me on the website. Go to www.chadnallministries.org. That's .org. And hit the contact page, and I'll be glad to get back to you as soon as I can. Until next time, God bless. Hey, listen. Talk real and live Jesus. See you then. Thank you for listening to Ministry Focus Podcast with Chad and all the place where we talk real and live Jesus. Be sure to tune in next week as we focus on another area of ministry in the local church.